right. So the Anthony Helenga song has been doing the rounds in recent weeks. It's a catchy one. And I think it's going to be some with gusto after this one. He saved our bacon. He did. And what a goal as well. Um, the composure oh. to do something like that on a big European night. To, yeah. to you've, You're fresh from the bench. You're thrust into a game where composure has not been a byword for Manchester United at all. And then you show that in that moment, just incredible. Great, great, great for him. I was just chatting with the old crew on WhatsApp during the game. And we're like, do we do, do we think Langer's good or not? Because I'm not sure yet. I don't know mm. what his ceiling is. But he just has this knack of scoring important goals. And he missed one at the weekend and then scored one. Or was that in the previous game? No, and it was, it was, yeah, it was the at the weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then tonight he's had that one chance and just put it away. It wasn't the cleanest strike, but he's gone right across the keeper, did everything. The it run was early. perfect. It took, took it early. Yeah, yeah. It did everything right there. And if he, it, who knows how good he'll be, but if he keeps scoring important goals like that. I'm with you on this. I don't know. And I, I, I don't want to say it. I'm so glad that you did because when you say it about someone with such a bright light in such a difficult time, you don't want to be too pessimistic about it. And one thing that I'd never want to be pessimistic about is the young players coming through. Right. It, it's a little bit like Rashford. When Rashford broke through, and a lot of people, again, they might come at me for saying this, but when Rashford broke through, he broke. He got into the side very opportunistic with yes. other injuries upon injuries. He wasn't making an obvious case for himself in the reserves and youth team. I don't think that he was destined to break through in an immediate sense. So... So when he came through and he broke his broke through and he got his opportunity, then great, he seized it and he never looked back after that. And and he took to the stage very well as well. He was scoring the goals in the big games and things like that. Alanga's a little bit like that, but probably even less refined than what Rashford is. What we can see from Alanga is that right. he's, he's got perseverance, he's got effort, and he does have resilience. That's got to be the right word. Yeah. So he can miss that chance and then he can still come back in. And, and and that might have ruined a bunch of young. I mean, he missed penalty, of course. And oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but against... even forgetting that from his his little personal narrative that he's building, but also the Leeds thing. Obviously, in the Fred celebration, he'd been hurt by the coins. Yes, to show to show the composure to score at the end, and obviously it was showing off a little bit. But as you would and as you would want him to, he did yeah. that. And then to come into that situation tonight, yeah, I, I'm with you, Ed. I really don't know. I, I and I don't want to sound pessimistic about it but he has got a lot of qualities and obviously what he adds to the front line is a little bit you saw when Rashford obviously Rashford struggled again yeah and Rashford's a little bit more refined in his play you know what he can do with the ball and everything yeah, like that he's yeah. still not he's still not entirely sure with Alango what he can do sometimes it looks a little bit awkward sometimes you don't want him with the ball at his feet running at someone you want him in that space I think with a young player, you're looking for something that's special. What's the thing that's going to get him in the team? And, and with Rashford, it was his explosive pace. And we knew that from the reserves at the time. And with Mason Greenwood, it was his outstanding finishing on both feet. With Alanga, I do like that he just seems very intelligent around the final third of the pitch. He knows how to get into half spaces. He knows how to make runs. He's not explosively quick, but he's all right. He's not a brilliant dribbler, but he's pretty good. Yeah. Finishing, yeah. We'll, we'll see. But the composure seems to be 
right up there to come back from the the things that have you know the miss against Leeds the miss against Middlesbrough the penalty the being hit in the head with a coin all of that and to come back and and then to make an immediate impact tonight anyway you mentioned Rashford he was dreadful again I'm never going to get on his back because he's one of our own and I love him and I love everything he's done outside mm. the game I feel desperately sorry that he had the shoulder and the foot and the back injuries but he is in a awful place at the moment form wise he's about as useful as a fart in a hurricane it's just absolutely <laughs> nothing happening for him and i don't know how to put my finger on why that is we talked a few weeks ago and we i think we talked after the wolves game and i said you know his confidence looks on the floor obviously the part of that was because he was moved at right wing back and asked to do something he couldn't do and then he he hit this awkward pass that went nowhere near Fernandez. I think it was making the run through. Um, and the pass was on for him to make it. If he was on in good mood and confident form, then he, he would have expected him to have made that pass. And then he, he scored a couple of goals and you're thinking, all right, we're going to see a little bit of the old Marcus. And then he's just gone back the same way. Yeah. Now, I've re returned back to what I said at the start of this, again, not wanting to be too pessimistic, but I wonder if, that's where he is. That's it. That's who Marcus is as a player. He's coming to the side. He did well for a period of time. Definitely. If we're going to look at the mean, we'll look at where he is and obviously scored a lot of goals for United. I think he's close on 100 at least. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. got to be around 100. Played many times. He's certainly proved his worth to play the level that he's played at. And then he's dropping off and it's no yeah. it's no disgrace if he does that it's no shame if he does that we've seen them how many players lee martin scored a winner in an fa cup final mark robbins saved for his job sometimes they don't quite get to where you want yeah exactly. I, I just you feel like the the ceiling with rashford's really high though you know the his tools the skills that he's got his pace his ability to finish he's not as good a finisher as mason greenwood for example but he's yeah, he is a good finisher. Uh, the fact that he's done it at a really high level and he was being looked at by some of Europe's biggest clubs before he signed his mm. previous contract. Yeah, you feel like the ceiling's really high, yeah. and, but it's not happening. Anyway, got distracted a little bit there, but there was a game on tonight. What do you, what do you think about the lineup? Because I looked at that and I was like, Jesus Christ, Lindelof at right back. Did you see that one coming? I didn't, honestly. thought... Obviously, when he named the team, I'm thinking that he can't be a right back. There's got to be some kind of switch that we're going to see at the start of play. He didn't. This is the danger, I think, when you get a new manager in and it's a bit of a clean slate, especially someone who's fresh to everything that he's seeing, someone who's not been around the league and not been around the team. He's coming in with a fresh pair of eyes and saying, I'm going to evaluate this, evaluate this squad as I see them. Because he tries things that we've seen tried before, and we've seen Lindelof try to right back, and we know that yeah. it doesn't work. So he's trying it, thinking, "Oh, this will be something new." He's obviously tried him, as far as I, I can assess. He's tried him because he played so well at the weekend, which is, I'm, I might say, that which was he did. his best yeah. game for the club. I think he was brilliant, not just with the the pre-assist for, sorry, but generally his, yes. his composure in that kind of atmosphere was very good. He was so good. It was, and his Baresi-like run forward yeah. was the pre-assist, as you say. It was amazing. I, yeah, maybe that's the logic. I, I didn't see any of the pre-match interviews with Ragnick no. or anything like that, so I didn't, I didn't catch 
like any of the thinking maybe there'll be some quotes after the game as to why he did that but it just struck me that it caused although Lindelof in that first half made a couple of tackles and a couple of blocks yeah. that was really important the it just seemed to unbalance the team Atletico immediately attacked down that side there was one moment early in the second half where or it might have been late in the first where he, he covered basically when we would have been 2-0 down oh, it was late in the first half he, he did that there was a, a gap on the right. I think Lindelof had been quite right. central. Um, I don't. Sometimes you see that with defenders as well. When things are happening, when they're at a stretch, they go to muscle memory. So Lindelof was pulling into the middle, and, and there's obviously a big space on the right hand side. And yeah. Sancho came and filled it in. Thank God, because otherwise we would have probably been two 0 down. Yeah, Lindelof. It was difficult for him. You're not going to blame him for that because obviously he was put in a difficult position. He did make that good block, and I don't think he was the worst of the, the defenders. By the way, Ran had a bit of a stinker, but but you're in this position, aren't you? Where because he played well at the weekend and, and he, did. he didn't want to drop him. It's the other. I thought Juan Basaka played really well at the weekend. I don't know why you wouldn't play him again in this game because obviously you're going to need someone to defend. You've got a left-sided attacker who you're going to need to keep an eye on. Yeah. And and Lodi, yeah, I I wonder whether it was yeah. a little bit of that. He, Lindelof played well at the weekend. Maybe doesn't fully trust Wan-Bissaka. Wan-Bissaka's not had a lot of football, yeah. and he doesn't trust Dallo's defensive capability. And I'd, there's probably not many people who trust Dallo's defensive capability. Although he's been okay in the last ten weeks or so. So maybe it was that. Anyway, it just felt like it. It destabilised United a little bit, even if Lindelof's personal performance wasn't that bad. But there was, there were, well, 10 other players in the United team, mm. probably seven of whom, whose personal performance in that first half was truly in the toilet. No, was it 50, 50 surrendered possessions or something like that? It was effectively, it was a mistake a minute. They lost possession right. every single minute, which is frankly ridiculous for a team who were competing in a Champions League knockout round. It was terrible. And you can tell how terrible the performance was by the fact that Rangnick, a manager who, to all intents and purposes, you can see is very considered, very deliberate with what he does. He made five, he made all five changes and they were all obvious changes to try and improve the team. So he's changed off the team. He's yeah. that disappointed with the performance. We've come on this straight after the final whistle. We'll not know what he said about it. I'd be very surprised if he's praising that performance. I'm sure he won't. He may be too straight a talker for some in that respect, mm, yeah. um, but he's very honest. If, if you didn't watch the game with your eyes and you just took the stats, United had something like 65% possession in that game, but it was all just useless possession. It was just like playing back four and Atletico had United exactly where they wanted. So as soon as United opened up, they broke and really effectively. What a goal. What a goal, by the way. There you go. Oh, just yeah. loaded with the ball in and Jao Felix with the diving head. I love watching Jao Felix. He's such a graceful, intelligent, yeah. high-quality player who's had a hard time. 18-year-old kid cost 100-odd million, whatever mm. it was. But, yeah, that was just, just the smarts to know that he wasn't going to get there unless he died for it. And I, I, I don't know about you, I love a diving header. i just rather it wasn't against United. Yeah, but in the moment, you appreciate it. Like, so... I, it was funny because you you've just said that I appreciated that probably like it hurt you're like oh we've conceded again but 30 seconds after I'm like do you know what that was bloody brilliant and it's the same way yeah. probably but I had more instant recognition for the the Batistuta goal against us when he was playing for Fiorentina the one that flew everywhere and went in 
right down the yes. middle. Because that was the first goal I ever applauded as like from an opponent team thinking, my God, that was something special. I'm not saying that this was in, because obviously it wasn't in the same category, but the, the intelligence of Joe Felix to do what he did, it was pretty instantaneous. I was like, oh, I'm disappointed we've conceded, but wow, you've got to give it to... The cross as well, by the way, the cross was great, but the header, when you see it and flummoxed the hair was by it as well, a keeper on the top of his game again, um... Just, yeah, you've got to admire it. Our defence seemed to be stunning. Yeah, yeah. And they, they'd they had chances before that. Yeah, and yeah. kind of opened up United. Uh, and then they continued to keep creating chances. And it was the same pattern of play. United would try and push forward, would waste possession through some really aggressive pressing. And I, I'm guessing that's the kind of intensity that Regnit wants, but hasn't quite mm. managed to get the players to, to buy into yet. And it was just, yeah, I did. it was set up. It set up well for Atletico, who had not been in a good situation this season, who have been leaking goals, which is not a Simeone thing, who who haven't been scoring many, uh, who are fifth in La Liga, and yeah, I mean they beat Osasuna at the weekend, but Osasuna aren't in great shape mm. either, and just um, United just seemed to play into their hands. I guess he got, I guess he got better after half time. I mean, obviously <laughs> we scored. That helps the the attitude. But it's the same. It's the same kind of pattern, wasn't it? it? It was. I felt after the the break, though, we did see an improvement. I don't know if it was just in intent or a little bit more urgency or or whatever it was, but we were were a lot more proactive. We looked a lot better, and I'm saying a lot better by the standards that we showed in the first half, and still still not particularly good. But to the extent that you saw that they weren't at their best. And that if we had something about ourselves, like maybe the four or five changes that it took eventually to do it, yeah. that there was something in that game for us. And I don't know, it's a very difficult one for the manager because you're looking at the players. I think it was a brave one to take Pogba off, although he's a bit of an easy target to do that. I don't think he would have been brave enough to take Fernandez or Ronaldo off, even though they were just as bad as Pogba. Do you know what I mean? I think there are easy yeah. there are easy targets in that team. And to be fair, it worked. We got the result. And in, in days gone by, we would say that's a classic European smash and grab. And I think I said those words to you just before we started recording. But that's very much tongue in cheek because it's not the way that United are used to playing. That was we know that we got out of jail with that yeah. one, even though we shouldn't have. You've mentioned all the things there. It's not a great version of this Atletico Madrid team. They are not as defensively resolute as they used to be. They're not as attacking, they're right. not as brilliant attacking-wise as they used to be. They they were missing one of their best midfielders. So we had all these, well, they're missing four or five of the key players. So we had all these elements in our team in our favour to sort of go out there and not necessarily boss the game because we're not in a, a position to do that. But you mentioned earlier, 65% of the ball. You knew before the game, and it's exactly the same before the Brighton game as well. You know what you're going to get from the opponent. They were happy to let us have the ball because they know they're not, we're not going to do yeah. much with it. That pitch looks very big tonight when we had the ball. We went and we weren't doing anything with it. it very big. It did. And, and they targeted a few players. They let Pogba have it and then they pressed him. Yeah. Uh, and actually Pogba's quite press resistant, but he didn't have many options tonight. Technically, he's very strong, obviously, and he can hold and he's physically strong. And normally in tight spaces, 
he's able to take that ball in a tight space and most of the time get out mm. of it. And there's been some famous occasions when he doesn't. But tonight, he the passing lanes were closed off and he couldn't find a way out. And he got caught in possession. He, there were a few wayward passes, quite a lot of wayward passes from Bruno and a static player up front in Ronaldo. So not giving United an option. And obviously no Cavani, so no no option to play him instead and, and find spaces in the channels. And it just felt like then the only outballs for United were to Sancho and Rashford. And Rashford just ran down blind alleys and, and Sancho couldn't get enough of the ball. And it just it felt like Atletico had did a number on United, saw how we were going to play, worked, worked us out, yeah. and we fell into the trap. But, you know, we got... And so got away yeah, with it, basically. Yeah. We, we, it's a result... And forget the, like I forgot for a moment that the away goals aren't in effect anymore. So really it's a neutral tie now. And we're not in a bad position if they score one or two, which they could easily do at Old Trafford. I, yeah, do you know what? It's a level tie to take back and it could have been worse. It would have been a lot more difficult. I, I think they could have been very resolute at Old Trafford because they're so organised. They look very organised. And I think if they'd gone there to Old Trafford with a, a goal to protect... It would have made it a very difficult game. So we were quite fortunate. But again, at the same time, Ed, do you know what? We I've been so glass off empty about this team that I do want to try and be positive with some stuff. So we did get that goal and we did get, you know, we made all the changes had an effect, just as they did at the weekend, by the way. They did. So he's making the Absolutely. changes. They had an effect. And we got the result. And really, we, we ended the game in the ascendance. So you've got to look at it from that point of view and say, all right, well, we improved. He made mistakes at the start. Even the best have done that in the past. He did that and he, he rectified them. And we ended up um, getting a decent result in the end. Because, Yeah, and I think you're right. To, to He's become more proactive yeah. over the weeks that he's been United manager. More aggressive with the changes, not just yeah. changing systems and tactics and, and trying to get something out. And he got something out of the game with substitutes at the weekend and did again tonight. So, you know, hey, you got to say he's spotting it. He's worked it out. He probably made a mistake with the system and then he changed it and you know, he got something out of it. And hey, I think if it had been the other way around, you would feel like, ah, classic, classic Atletico. Didn't play very well and got a result. Yeah. So... There we yeah. are. Yeah, I, I think we can be positive about that, even if the performance wasn't awesome. Hey, the weekend were great. So it's, it, it's not it, two steps forward, half a step back. Yeah. Um, oh, but know. I would say just yeah. uh, two and, steps forward, stay standing still for a little bit because an, an away yeah. draw in the knockout stages of the Champions League, we've been here before and it's, it's not reflected well on us. But in this position, it looks all right. It could have been worse, and we've got something to smile about because Alanga did what Alanga did, and that's a positive thing. And the more that he's doing yeah. that, just as he did at the weekend, you think, right, we're actually building something now. He's moving forward. There's a theme developing. There's a pattern there. And, uh, yeah, like you... Yeah, I definitely feel more optimistic than I was three months ago, for sure. Uh, and it's taken a long time to get there. A couple of quotes from Ragnick, which I think are interesting, um, just pulling them out as we speak. Uh, we were far too apprehensive on the ball. We didn't take any risks. We weren't very vertical, which, of course, mm. he wants. We just passed it around our own half. And part of that, I think, is the Atletico system. Goal came from a deep run from Alanga. Alanga plays with Joyner. I wish some of the other players would look at him as an example. 
Football is important, but at the end of the day, it's still a ball game and it should be enjoyed by our players. That's kind of pointy, that is, isn't it? <laughs> As, uh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the kid who came in and showed you all up. Yeah, I think that's going to be one that, that'll be a quote that sticks for this season, won't it? I think he's got a point because the, yeah, I mean, the first half, again, it, he's got to take some accountability for that himself, the manager, because of the system. But he did look too big a pitch. And honestly, uh, I was a little bit, I wasn't sure. And I, I know a lot of people say this sometimes, oh, he's such and such playing. I wasn't sure that Sancho was on the pitch until they said that he was switching sides. I, I didn't, right. my mind had gone blank. Who were we playing on the left-hand side here? Because I didn't know if we were playing a different shape or something. And then they said, oh, Sancho's switching sides. I'm like, oh my God, Sancho is playing. So he must not have touched the ball at all in that first 15 minutes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I think it was a big pitch. I think that they made the most of it. They segregated the sides. We've talked in the past about, I think the last time I was on, we talked about how the best thing about what Ragnick has done so far is to complete a, a unit as a team and it looks like a team tonight because of the way that Atletico played um, first and foremost that so they managed to separate it so they isolated the defence and they isolated the midfield and did the attack isolated itself in the end because they were cut adrift and nobody yep. nobody of those compartments were willing to go back and take personal accountability and say alright well, we know what's happening here we need to address it ourselves they waited for the manager to do it um, which which is a little bit concerning by itself and, and it is a lot of arm flapping oh yeah you get that from five or six of these United players, unfortunately. I think it's a good point that he makes. As as much as he's going to be one of those that's definitely going to be in the headlines everywhere. Yeah, obviously, because the thing that Alanga brings is the application and the desire. And, and the, what you said earlier, that he gets himself into these positions, is because nobody else is in that position. So he's had to move to get himself there. If you understand what I know, it seems like a very simple thing, yeah. but he could be stagnant and he could just stay in one position, but he's moving around, he's making because the area is there to be exploited and he's doing it and he's making the movement. That's how yeah. we got the goal. And it is simple and it shouldn't be that simple at the highest level, but it is because that's what he showed. That And, and again, yeah. against Leeds, he did exactly the same thing twice once it, it resulted in a goal again. So he, he's there. Johnny on the spot, right man, right time. And and if that's the example yeah. that they're going to need, is, is just move, move for your colleagues, move, actually do something to show that you're not just selfish about your own position in the team. You're not just thinking, as long as I just stand here, if I get the ball, a little bit like Pogba in certain respects, that I think the problem with Pogba tonight was that if he was just doing his job and he, 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 he pretty much did, and like you said, he was getting muscled out in certain areas, but he was also getting outnumbered, so two or three players on him. So you couldn't really blame him for that. But that's too much of a problem with our players because they say, oh, what could I do in that situation? But you can't say that every single time. You can't say that for all 11 players every single game. But our players seem to do that. No, that's right. Per personal responsibility. And too often that's, that's not very high with this group of players. No, it's not. Anyway. But Langer, Langer yeah, yeah, he did very God well. Is yeah, did. And he showed accountability. And he showed, he showed that willingness to put himself in that position. Do you know what I mean? He took the risk himself. Him. So, yeah, um, absolutely. I'm a big Alanga he, fan He tonight. did, and, and uh, 
<laughs> good for him. We don't know how good he's going to be, but we're big fans. Yes. <laughs> anyway, there was a big United following. We should mention them. They made a lot of noise, as they did at Lead Ellen Road at the weekend. Yeah. I've not been to Wanda Metropolitano, and I'd love to go one day. I've been to the old Atletico ground. Very ancient. <laughs> Looked like it'd been bombed in World War II and never repaired. Mm. <laughs> but it was right in the centre of town, in the, very close to their fans. This is different. It's out of town. It's, it's a big change for the club. But uh, fantastic atmosphere the, for the whole game. And United fans made a lot of noise at the end. Let, let me say this as well. I, I have a couple of friends who were there. I think a lot of um, lot of us have a few friends who were there tonight. And I did. I one of my mates sent me a video of the police in the stands who were being the Spanish police are. So it didn't oh, look yeah. very good. I hope that that's just like an isolated incident. They always take too heavy-handed approach. Yeah. I mean, it's just every time you know, go to Spain, fans get beaten up. They, they didn't look yeah. very good. I, I'm not, it wasn't a very nice video, to be honest. And, yeah, just hope that everyone's all right from that because it did not look very pleasant. The, the thing is, I've been to quite a lot of Spanish football over the years, and that's not how it's pleased until English fans, quote-unquote, hooligans come into town. <laughs> and then the attitude changes somewhat. Yeah. So it's a pattern, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you like the show, the way you can support us best is by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And it really doesn't matter what you say in that review either. You can say you'd rather we talked about Manchester City and Liverpool. Just hit those five stars. Many thanks. Okay, shall we move on and have a quick chat about Watford at the weekend? Do you remember anything about the last time United played Watford? Anything special happened with that one? No, I remember one lad called Dennis seemed to have um, a good afternoon. And then he disappeared, never to be seen again, until last weekend when he's conveniently popped up again. And suddenly it's flavour of the month. Roy Hodgson with his um, knack for the great escape is back on the scene right at the time when we don't need him to be, Ed. And I'm sure you're going to tell me that all these factors are not relevant this weekend, but somehow I think that they are. Oh, God, yeah. They shouldn't be, should they? But Atleti were in dreadful form until they finally found a result at the weekend, just in time. And now and now we'll see Watford. Still, they're still a bad team. This is United, a team United should dispatch easily. You know? Yeah, they should. They they got spanked by Crystal Palace tonight, by the way. Right, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. It's just when you've been to Old Trafford so many times, and they, is this hyperbole to say this is the worst Old Trafford Premier League season? Is it the worst Old Trafford season ever? I don't know. It's very, very bad in terms of performances. Mind you, lost lost six games at Old Trafford last season, I think it is. I'm talking about level, level of performance. Level of what you are actually watching. Yeah. And and how bad those performances are in terms of the defeats that you've seen as well, because it's been apart even Leeds it was good, Newcastle it was okay, but it was the, the Ronaldo yeah. mania thing they were taking over. But everything apart from that has not been very good. Again, look, we beat Leeds, it's a decent result tonight, and then you would think Big Sportford have lost, then they can take care of Watford as comfortably as they should have done first time round. Yeah. And we're not in this anywhere near the same kind of peril where last time, if you were a betting man and you had a pound, 
someone gave you a single pound and he said, well, who's this pound going on? You would have been tempted to put it on Watford because of the way that United were in such disarray. We're in nowhere near that disarray this time around. No, and I don't expect that kind of performance, at least not defensively. Watford are not in great form, despite the result of the weekend they got. Mm. And I think United will put pile on the pressure. I, I presume make a few changes because this will have been an intense, two intense game, games in a row. He, he did say before, he said after, no, he said before leads that he wasn't intending to make changes from the Brighton right. game and obviously there hasn't been too many tonight he's basically a team to win the game so I think probably you'll see I think yeah I think we'll see there's a few old boys Ben Foster welcoming him back Craig Cathcart who didn't really play did he ever play a full game for United can't remember he was in the youth I don't think so, no. Tom Cleverley we remember him the next great thing TC23 as he branded himself uh, and Josh King who never became a United player but Ollie was desperate to try and get him into the team. So, you know, a few connections. And he, he scored loads of goals since you know, he scored that. The goal against, well, when he was a Bournemouth, the one where he flicked yep. it over the defender's heads in the six-yard box, which is pound for pound, possibly the worst. And we, by the way, a lot of contenders for this. Pound for pound, possibly the worst goal we've ever oh. conceded in the Premier League. That was pretty. Go back and watch it. If anyone is listening to this and thinking, oh, we've scored, we've conceded a lot of bad goals, go back and watch that one. He's flicking the ball over the head of, I, I don't know which one it was, but it was a defender in the six yard box, turns around and spins and finishes it in. That can't no. happen <laughs> in a Premier League game. It can't happen, and it did. So. He, he's got to be there, but he, he's got an knack of doing it. I do like him. He's likable. He's a yeah. likable lad as well. And he obviously, he, he's got a love for United. It's just that he seems to love scoring against us as well. Yeah. Now we're talking about this. Man United nil, Watford won, King 88 oh, <laughs> on God. Saturday. Why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> I'm okay with you saying that because it's the double jinx, right? We're going to win 6-0. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There we go. All righty. Um... Thought we'd do a quick reaction pod. It wasn't perfect tonight against Atletico, but United got away with one. Good for Anthony Alanga. He's got a great song. I hope he has a career that's known for more than just having a fantastic song. <laughs> Is it Andy who did that? Andy Mitten. Andy came up with a song. No, it's one of his. It's one of his friends. Oh, I was gonna say, and he needs to get the royalties for that because. That is picking up that song. That is. It, it really is, is very very good. And and when you hear it. It's so mank as well, the way yep. that, that is yep. so, it's unmistakably <laughs> mank. The intonation really comes through, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> awesome stuff. All right, good to chat. Everybody will see you at the weekend. And, well, we got away one one tonight, but hey, big win coming up at the weekend. Enjoy it.